Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything related to weather. We also cover the sciences, earth science, and even go off topic from time to time, but always with the aim of keeping it very interesting. I'm your host, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number seven for Wednesday, September 26, 2018. Well, we're moving from the convective rainfall season, that is the hit and miss thunderstorm season of summertime, to a more widespread rainy season as we transition into autumn and eventually early winter. And I thought this would be an excellent time to invite a guest who knows all about umbrellas. Not only their history, but their typical design and his unique design. His name is Steve Asman, and he owns a company by the name of Gust Buster. You may be familiar with that name. Here's the conversation we recently had. Well, we're talking with uh, Steve Asman right now, and uh, we are going to be talking about umbrellas here in just a second. However, uh, in the pre-conversation that we were having... Uh, via Skype, uh, Steve told me that uh, he was laid up for a little bit, and um, and you have a very important um, uh, cautionary uh, piece of advice for people who may, in fact, be going through uh, some surgery. Uh, you went through hip surgery. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll talk umbrellas. Well, nowadays, with the way insurance is and everything, everybody should be aware that you don't spend a lot of time in a hospital and they do a lot more outpatient rehab. I was fortunate to have inpatient rehab, but there are a lot of people that don't. And they never mentioned to me, if you have a cough or anything, you should be cognizant of cough. I got lucky because inpatient, my doctor found it after looking for four or five days Mm -hmm. that I had embolisms on my lungs. So if you have a cough and you're at home, you need to you need to check that at a hospital because this doctor saved my life mm-hmm. uh, and he kept looking for it and he couldn't find it and sure enough uh, with the strength of a real large X-ray machine first off and then immediately after a CAT scan I got diagnosed and and because if you have an embolism in your lung if that passes you're going to have one of three problems death mm-hmm. not so good. Not so good. Paralysis, mm-hmm. not so good. Mm-hmm. And a stroke, which will lead to paralysis, and you don't know how bad the damage is. So right. those three options are not very good options. So I implore everybody who ever gets in. Nowadays, everybody's getting knee replacements, hip replacements, any kind of surgery. If you start developing a cough, mm-hmm. don't think it's a cold. Okay. I was lucky. And, and you know, I'm on blood thinners now, and that's really how they treat it, but... I was on heavy, heavy duties of blood thinners for a month, and they wouldn't even give me cough suppressants for a while because they want you to cough it out. Mm. So it's it's, it's uh, sort of scary when you think about it because nowadays, I guess they don't tell you everything and people don't listen. I know they didn't tell me that, and with the way the medical insurance is nowadays, people have to really watch out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned to you before, uh, apparently you are still walking this earth. Uh, we're certainly very pleased, but uh, God must have some plans for you and maybe some more umbrellas uh, and umbrella designs. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he has some plans for me, yes. I, I, I was really fortunate 
You know, you, mm-hmm. you think about that. Go, why me and not the other guy? Right. I have a friend of mine, a woman I know that just had a stroke last week, and she's in a hospital. So, again, when you get over in your fifties, you know, you got to, and you don't really take care of yourself. And I was overweight. I've already lost forty pounds, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't make umbrellas, Andre. You design them? Uh, okay. I make dustbusters. I make dustbusters. Very big difference. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into it because obviously there is a big difference. And I've got to tell you a personal story because I do the weather outside uh, here in Cleveland. Uh, anybody Man, after my own heart, by the way. Well, you know what? You can't get current conditions <laughs> wrong when you're standing in it, right? That's true. Yes. So, uh, but I can't tell you the number of umbrellas I have gone through, especially, I mean, we're right up against the lake here. We we have nothing, we don't even have a fence to, to stop the wind coming off the lake. So it's a very windy, windy space. It's great. But the, but You're the, my demographic. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the wind just takes use until I got my gust buster from, from uh, uh, online and just loved the thing. My umbrellas would constantly go in and out. Now, now granted, it makes for great television uh, when the umbrella goes whoop inside out. People laugh. They yes. love it. I don't laugh so much because I'm the one getting wet <laughs> out there. And you're, ru- and you're ruining your electrical equipment, which doesn't help. Doesn't help your mic most no. of the time either. No, not really. Uh, so I, I went on a search. I said, I got to find something that just doesn't do that. And so I purchased your Dorman umbrella, the big one. And mm-hmm. uh, ever since I've had that one, and we've had a, a number of, of umbrellas that you also sent us that are in uh, a little umbrella holder right by where we do the weather outside. And I made you a special logo. Yes, you don't like you your logo, Gusbuster? <laughs> we we oh, love we the logo one. logo a lot. I made you one with the station logo right. on it. Did you like it? We use it all the time, and people see it all the, all the time, and we love it. Uh, they're wonderful, and, and uh, you do that, too. You put uh, logos on there. Uh, so if there's somebody who wants, wants a logo, uh, you can do that kind of thing. But I want you to I want to back up because I want you to tell me how it is that you uh, said I got to make an umbrella that doesn't <laughs> blow inside out with a simple wind. I mean, with the I mean these yeah windy windy, but they shouldn't be blowing inside out. Well, that's the, well. What really happened? It'll blow your mind. Is that I didn't come up with the idea. I actually bought the idea mm-hmm. as I was building houses, and when they weren't selling, mm-hmm. I started looking for other things to do. In fact, in Ohio, I looked at a yogurt store chain that I can't remember the name of it right now. I think it was called Flamingos uh, that they were starting up with. They never, I don't think they ever made it. And uh, it was one of the things I looked at when houses weren't selling and what I was going to do. And just so happens, my father had a very close friend who was an attorney. I had a gentleman he got on disability that had, he was a bit of a gambler, and he won $50,000 in a slot machine in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. So he was going to have a big tax audit. So he came to see my father, and I worked out of my father's office building houses at the time, and he was showing off some of his inventions, and I saw this. And to me, the umbrella, and I'll describe it in a moment, 
is a plumbing check valve. If you ever look at a hot water heater, mm-hmm. you see a pipe on the top of the hot water heater that, that goes across the top of the hot water heater and then bends at a 90-degree angle mm-hmm. and goes straight down. And there's a little funny valve on top, a little piece. It's called an expansion valve. And that's basically there. God forbid if this thing overheats and gets so much gas and explodes, that's to release the pressure so the, the water heater doesn't explode. Mm-hmm. So what he designed basically was a plumbing check valve. Our umbrellas are three uns. They're unflippable, unflappable, unleakable. Mm-hmm. He invented basically the double canopy. But our double canopy is the only one that doesn't leak. And the reason being is ours rides, instead of having that valve, mm-hmm. Where it'll open when you have the pressure. Ours opens and closes as the wind comes up into the umbrella, passing through it. It rides on elastic shock cords. So the umbrella opens and closes. Now, if anybody's in your audience has ever driven in a convertible, with, when it starts to rain, when you pick up speed and do over 30 miles an hour, you don't get wet. The air flow from the car acts as a roof and it's no two masses can occupy the same space i can't remember the name of this there's a principle it's called, right. i think it's mm-hmm. not Benuli. it may be Benuli principle and that's that's the principle so if my umbrella is opening all the way up to release the pressure you're not getting wet because the pressure is pushing the rain out so that's what makes us differently and since we don't sew our canopy down into the bottom into the lower canopy our umbrella because umbrellas are made out of either nylon Mm-hmm. Or polyester, and both are are microfibers. And microfibers, when you pull on them, if anybody's ever played golf and has a rain suit that the stitch on their shoulders aren't backed, you, that's a leak. Mm-hmm. So same as if I pull on your shirt sleeve and you pull it apart at your shoulder, you'll see the stitch start to open up. Well, that's what wind pressure will do to an umbrella when it's sewn down. Since it's a microfiber, that stitch will open. See, our stitch opens. It never goes through the lower canopy. just rolls right out. Which is why we have the three items of the dustbuster. Okay. Flippable, flappable, and leakable. And how I started, I went out into the golf business because the demographics umbrella costs more to make. So I went to golf number one and two. What athlete has to play in the rain? A golfer. That's right. The others, they get to use an umbrella. So they want the best because what do they do with the umbrella to play golf? They put a towel up in there Mm -hmm. to keep their grips dry and their gloves dry so they hang them up on top inside so all of our golf umbrellas which is very similar to the doorman the only difference between the doorman and the golf is the ferrule and the handle everything else is the same Mm -hmm. so we have memory rod construction it's all fiberglass so they're lightning resistant we use an abs plastic so they don't the joints don't break because if you ever look at people's umbrellas where you see an arm hanging the tips, the joints, the ferrules, all the parts that you see hanging on broken umbrellas as they yep. get old. Mm-hmm. Because what's happening is the plastic is drying out. Ah, and by applying it, okay. it becomes brittle. Mm-hmm. By becoming brittle, you have a bad umbrella. Mm-hmm. So we use higher-end materials that don't dry out, and that's why we can afford to give a lifetime guarantee. And if that was the case, I would be very fat from eating umbrellas. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've been fat from not exercising for five because I've had no hip. So that's why we give a lifetime. All of our parts are better than what is standard out there, which is why umbrellas cost a little more. Mm-hmm. But we're priced about the, the the Chevrolet, maybe a Cadillac. Our golf umbrellas are between $45 and $60, depending on size and where you're buying them at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our doorman umbrellas are $50 to $60 to $70. 
depending on which size, because we make different sizes. The doorman comes in two sizes, uh, 68 and 62. The and the golf come in two sizes, 68 and 62 as well. But again, the difference is the handle. A golf umbrella has a rubber handle, mm -hmm. so if it sits in the sun, rubber gets slick. It's real rubber. You can rub an embry cloth on it, and, and, and it'll still be tacky for ah, grip. Ah, okay. And the doorman's got an elegant wood handle. Right. We, mm -hmm. we didn't get too crazy with the, that because they're usually we do a lot of buildings in Manhattan. We do a lot of logo work. I know some half your audience isn't going to like this, but the Trump organization has been buying umbrellas from me since I sent Donald an umbrella when he was holding a broken umbrella in the, the Daily News when I first started my business. Mm, okay. And he started buying for Trump ever since. Wow. In fact, if people looked, his election umbrella he bought from me, he had a election umbrella with stars and stripes that we made for him. Had his mm -hmm. slogans. Now, I will say, if Hillary Clinton called me, mm -hmm. I would have sold her umbrellas sure. too because I am an umbrella whore. Yep. My kids have colleges to pay for. I have no choice. <laughs> so whoever pays me, I'm equal opportunity when it comes to making money. Awesome. <laughs> love, love to hear that. That's fantastic. So, and uh, tell tell me, in addition to the the construction and, and the way in which it works, allowing the the wind to pass through the umbrella and not take the umbrella, ha have you wind tested this? And if you do, we, what what kinds of winds wind can it, can it sustain? I have a wind tunnel, and mm -hmm. in fact, when we're done, I will Skype you a, a quick 10-second video of the new umbrella we've been working on for five years that I just finally tested. Not only the handmade ones, but the molded ones just came in that were made out of Navy, and I just tested those to 60-something miles mm. an hour, 61, which I tested it to. Wow. Uh, if it's a gust buster, it's got to be good for over 55 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Our golf and doorman umbrellas are good for well over that. Our folding umbrellas are between 60 and 63 miles an hour depending on weather the thinness of the air and stuff has a tendency to change things by one or two degrees and we test our umbrellas directly sideways into our wind tunnel wow. you know, I, everything i've ever done i've tested uh i've had cnn at the college of aeronautics uh when i first started and obviously in new york i've had quite a few other uh media people mm -hmm. at the college of aeronautics before i went out and bought my own wind tunnel so i actually bought the wind tunnel fan from the company that made the wind tunnel at the college of aeronautics the guy thought i was crazy when i did it he thought i was off my head <laughs> but i took great shows now we have one in an ambulance which we're about to put back on the road because of this new umbrella we have which is the first telescopic or folding auto open auto close umbrella good for over 60 mile an hour winds now they've had this umbrella for 20 years the problem is they broke it 10 15 miles an hour so you spend more money for an umbrella to walk through a revolving door or get into a car but it would break mm -hmm. now you're going to be able to buy one and it won't break it's good for 60 miles an hour come with a lifetime guarantee so the only thing we don't guarantee is the fabric because you know people have a tendency to rip them or take not take care of that but the frames right. and the operation of the umbrella we guarantee it i had a guy who sent me one that was literally still had our old logo on our original logo was the gus buster mm -hmm. i i do the returns in the office with somebody else because i like to see what comes in mm -hmm. see if there's anything missing anything's a problem because they're a handmade item right a hundred over a hundred parts in an umbrella mm -hmm. so you want to you know somebody can make a mistake 
It happens, not very often. I am pretty, pretty big stickler of quality control. However, it has happened on occasion, and we make sure we follow that there's not a problem. In the interim, the umbrellas, that umbrella was from 2000 when I first started. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing wrong with the frame. He the 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 fabric was sat in the sun. It, it it was all stretched out and all faded out. And his fabric was the problem. I gave him a new one because it just wasn't worth right. calling a guy you know for bad will. But you know that umbrella is eighteen years old right now, mm-hmm. and I have a date in it, so I know how old it was. So it's not like I didn't know how old the umbrella was because you know we 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 have little codes in our fabrics from, from which factory I'm using to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To when they're when they're when they're inspected and who's inspected them. In fact, we want to make sure that we, we try to give as much quality control because, you know, coming from the building business, I build houses, homes, and that is the most uh, or biggest investment that somebody's personally going to make for themselves if they don't own a business. Mm-hmm. And I always took the time. Before I would carpet my houses, being in the Northeast, being on Long Island, you know, when you when you build a house, sometimes it rains, sometimes it doesn't. So the wood gets wet, even though you're framing the house and whatever. You have a lot of people running in and out of the house, and yet all the wood not not always dries. So I usually turn the house, the heat on the house, on for a couple of days, mm-hmm. even in the summer. And then I come home, and I go out, I go to the job site at 10 o'clock at night when it's the most quiet, and I take a screw gun with me and I used to walk the house make sure there were no squeaks mm, okay no squeaks in the walls no squeaks in the things because once they put the carpet on or they put linoleum or tile down it's almost impossible right. to get to that squeak mm-hmm. so if you do it before you put the the the, the Carpet and the and the and the floor coverings down. You can catch ninety nine percent of screen. I had one house that I had a uh, uh, a dug fur twisted on me behind a kitchen cabinet. I had to take the whole kitchen cabinet piece out and rebuild that. But mm. it happens. But sure. I had a pretty good record of not having to come back for stupid reasons because you know number one you 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 you're you're not looking good to somebody who just bought a very fancy home for you and number two. You're, they just moved in there, you know, everything is new and you're disturbing their lives and they're trying to figure out what they're, what furniture they're going to buy next. So mm-hmm. same thing. I always took that with me with umbrellas. I not only felt that I had to build the best product, but I like to think that we, we built the best customer service. Well, it, it goes, it, it, uh, you know, when, when people would buy a such a product and uh, the, the happiness factor goes up and people always remember that. They'll remember it's a great product and then you're going to get word of mouth spreading, etc. So uh, you are commended, and uh, and that's actually an excellent work work ethic. And, and I don't I don't consider that a negative. It, that's actually a positive, and uh, I try to employ that uh, even in my business here, uh, being a television meteorologist. Uh, we're always looking to make sure that we are waterproof if I can use a term uh, that might be a pretty good pun only just because just because it, it, it serves you well it serves everybody else well uh, and everybody uh, wants uh, you know everybody around me the news producers the news director they all want a good product so we're all striving for the best thing so you're to be commended 
We're doing quite a few television stations now because of it, because they don't want their reporters standing out in a broken umbrella on them mm-hmm. because it's a reflection of your station. You put your logo on it. It's no good. I mean, we look, we do uh, – you're a Fox affiliate, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, correct? that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're a Fox affiliate. I've done plenty of Fox stations. In fact, I'm doing the weatherman in New York, Mike Woods' umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a special logo on his because he's a big weightlifter. And in fact, I think if you if – you, last year he won the – the most handsomest weatherman. Okay, I know. Uh, Mike, I know uh, Nick Gregory. He's in fact he was my uh, one of my college classmates uh, from Fox Five New York. So you probably uh, know, I know Nick. Nick mm-hmm. Mike is the morning guy now. Uh, I've been okay. on for like twelve or fourteen years right now, and mm-hmm. Mike is a bit of a weightlifter. Mike's arms are huge. Yeah, he's big boy, and uh, but he's thin. He's not a heavy guy. Oh, okay. And, his 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 logo is the umbrella holding it. The the shaft in the umbrella was his arm and his bicep. So <laughs> we, we we had a little fun with him, but we do a lot of we do a lot of ABC, NBC. Mm-hmm. We do like I said, I'm an equal opportunity guy. Jakey needs a college fund. There you go. So you know I got to do go. what I have to do. I'll bet you you are now very pleased that uh, someone in, I think it was Paris, I was reading up on, on the uh, history of the umbrella. Of course, it goes way back into you know centuries and even millennia Egyptian B.C. Time. Right. Uh, but I think it wasn't until Paris in the mid-1800s that somebody got the bright idea that they were going to charge people rent when they got caught in downtown Paris in a shower thunderstorm whatever and give them an umbrella the umbrella had a number on it so that they could track the umbrella back down and get it back but they started renting umbrellas for people and that turned into a business i didn't know that Mm -hmm. umbrellas were a fashion item besides a parasol for women in the victorian age right yeah in fact i bought out the the original i bought out one of the only the, the it was called uncle sam's umbrella shop of New York, I bought everything he had in there, all his old stuff. Mm-hmm. It, the they were in business since 1866. Wow! And it closed about 10 years ago. And I bought out all. So I have all sorts of old silver handles, all sorts of English-made uh, frames and parasols. Yeah, it's it's it's. I have some very expensive uh, umbrella history mm-hmm. in our warehouse that uh, I haven't looked at in many many years. You just reminded me of it, and. It's it's it was really a fashion item more than anything else. It was uh, especially, you know, like Asians now and my wife is Asian now. So Asians usually don't like the sun. If you ever watch uh, mm-hmm. Asians play golf, they're, they're covered from head to toe with tons of sunscreen. Right. My 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 wife is the exception to the rule. She'll tan except for her face. And and they would carry sun umbrellas which we make. We make a sun umbrella that people may have seen at the U.S. Open. Mm. Uh, we make all the umbrellas for U.S. Open tennis that are sun umbrellas that cut the temperature 10 degrees. Uh, that they're used between the sets over the players, obviously, except for the two stadiums now that they've been closed, which hurt my business, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but that's one of the reasons why we make, so, why, why we make uh, sun umbrellas. And I tried getting them out on a golf tour and the guys basically laughed at me and a lot of the ladies still carry them but a lot of the guys basically with the exception of a few european players 
They won't carry it. Mm -hmm. Even though they're sitting there getting giant chunks of skin, especially on the Champion Store, mm -hmm. taken out of them from skin cancer. Mm. It's, it's becoming more and more of a problem. As a weatherman, you would know that with the Sun Index much more than me. But I'm seeing it now, and we're starting to sell a lot more sun umbrellas than we ever have. Of course, our sun umbrella is good for rain, sun, and wind. Mm -hmm. And there's really no difference other than the material we use, which cuts about 96% UVA and UVB rays and cuts the temperature 10 degrees. Uh, that's been a little more popular item, I'd say, this year than years past, and it's becoming more and more popular every year. But and and so it's watched, not not just rain then that is good for business. It's it doesn't matter at at this stage then. It could be rainy. It could be sunny. Um, no, not really. Really, it's still America, and it's, it's an impulse item. So rain. Ah. And, and, and being an umbrella mm -hmm. guy, I like a particular kind of rain. Mm -hmm. I like rain during the day, either in the morning commute. Mm -hmm. Or the evening commute, because that's when people realize when they open up their umbrella and realize that it's broken. They usually go home and go online or in the morning they go online. And, of course, we sell Amazon, so it's a very big account of ours. Mm -hmm. So I love those rains because I can watch the sales spike. <laughs> and, of course, when it rains during the day, having friends that are in the media business that carry Gus Busters, and a lot of them carry them even with our logo on it, they end up in the story and it becomes a subliminal sale. So that's that's selfish because when you're an umbrella guy, you can't really afford advertising because it's just not it's just not big enough to really be able to do. So getting those subliminal, that subliminal advertising is always good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we certainly hope that uh, having you on Weather Jazz is uh, going to at least somebody's curiosity especially if they are frustrated with uh, umbrellas that go inside out and and just uh, fail and and uh, we love ours and uh, that's why uh, we wanted to invite you i wanted to invite you on weather jazz and uh, and talk about it you've been a fascinating fascinating uh, man your journey is interesting uh, and I want to thank you not only for sharing that, but also sharing that uh, your your personal story uh, about uh, uh, how important it is to, to kind of keep check of what's happening in your body. Oh, that's very, very much. true. By the way, mm -hmm. you'll be getting a new umbrella for you to, to play oh. with, the one I showed you here. Oh, okay. You'll probably be getting it around November 15th. Okay. I'll be sending you a, a the, the new AOAC. The new It's called a Gustbuster LTD. And that's when they'll probably be available for sale around then. So if you want to, want to discuss it. But I'm going to make you a couple of them for the station so you have them to play with when they're available. We, well, thank we're, you. Uh, we're going to do a big media push. Mm -hmm. I can't drive the ambulance that far anymore, though I may. You never know. <laughs> we have a wind tunnel in an ambulance, believe it or not, with little flipped-up umbrellas on the side. We call it a turbulence because it's got a wind tunnel in the back of the truck. Uh, we've done about 45 news stories out of the back of that truck over the over the years. It's a 10 year old. The trucks the trucks are 2002 and it's only got 57 thousand miles on it. But it was well worth mm -hmm. building it. My father thought I was a little crazy to do it, <laughs> but uh, it, it worked out well in the long run. And uh, when you're when you're a small company, mm -hmm. it's something that you got to figure out guerrilla marketing ways of getting your name sure, out there. Sure. And, mm -hmm. If you put somebody, and I'm going to send you this videotape, if you put somebody in, in, in front of a wind tunnel and let them hold an umbrella sideways, they may not buy it today, but they'll remember that for the rest of their life. And they'll want a Ghostbuster or a Gustbuster. They'll be able to figure out enough to be able to go to Amazon or wherever else we sell. 
to go get them. So uh, I look I look forward to sending it to you, and uh, hopefully you'll like it as much as I had fun and frustration making it. I'm looking forward to that, and I want to, uh, again, thank you for taking the time, and uh, Godspeed, may your recovery be full and complete, and uh, may you enjoy your family for many, <laughs> many, many, many decades to come. And likewise, and when I see Nick Gregory, I will give him your regards. Oh, please do. Uh, we go back a long, long way, back through the college uh, days. I'll be and... seeing him shortly, along with you, when this umbrella comes out. We're okay. going to be... Uh, Obviously, distributing all of our uh, weatherman friends that have, that have used our product for so many years. Because when you have something good, mm-hmm. my father, a PR, a PR guy once told me, the world's best PR agent is yourself if you're really proud of your product. And yeah. I spent over mm-hmm. four years making this. I'm really proud. So I, I think hopefully the consumer market will like it as much as I, I feel that we've accomplished. I got a funny feeling that uh, that you've got a winner on your hands, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be keeping tabs and watching very closely. Uh, but uh, it's going to be fun. Watch out for those Lake Erie. It's Lake Erie, isn't it? Yeah, Watch it out is. for those Lake Erie winds. Oh See? man! See, uh, I don't need a wind tunnel. I just got. I just step out in the front yard and turn on the just lights and step outside. <laughs> there it is. Yes, my son goes to Buffalo, so he's got it on the other end. That's exactly right. Well, enjoy, and thanks again so much, uh, Steve, and we look forward to uh, staying in touch. My pleasure, Andre. Look forward to speaking with you again. Have a great season, and uh, stay well. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Steve Asman and his insight into the umbrella, something that gets placed on standby whenever we have rain in our forecast. So always stay tuned to Fox 8 for the very, very latest as we transition from autumn to winter. Do you have a suggestion for a future episode? I would love to hear from you. I'm just an email away. Weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Again, weatherjazz, one word, at yahoo.com. Weatherjazz is now available on multiple podcast feeds, and they are iTunes, Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and more. And you can play each episode directly when you simply visit our online site, weatherjazz.com. And the best part, it's all free. I'm Andre Bernier, your host, and we'll see you next time right here on Weather Jazz. Weather Jazz.